And this Go. ball in the air, deep right center Go. field. Two-run home run, Trevor Story. Way back, Myers, he'll watch it go Chuck Nasty. Two-run home run, David Dahl. And Nolan drives this high in the air, deep left field. Take a good look, you won't see it for long. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast presented by Strava Craft Coffee. Remember to use that promo code DNVR20 and you will save 20% off your entire purchase of that CBD-infused, deliciously rich, and potentially life-altering Strava Craft Coffee. I, of course, am your host, Drew Creaseman. I am the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. I'll be writing solo again today and coming to you live for our post game again. Hopefully, you are subscribed to the YouTube channel and to the Facebook and the Periscope, all of those things to make sure that you're not missing out on any of the live chats that we're doing right after the games. Uh, otherwise, you're listening to it on the podcast and on this episode, of course, we have got to discuss the Colorado Rockies securing a 9-6 to win over the San Diego Padres, taking the series at home, the first one, and really coming out and showing two complete wins over this team that destroyed their season a year ago, that got them into this horrible, horrible, horrible feeling in the home opener, of course, making them think, you know, Maybe here we go again from a year ago. Uh, maybe the experts were right, and the Padres are the darlings of the offseason. They are the better team in the NL West, and then the Rockies come out in the second two games and absolutely smoke them. With the you know exception of the, the shakiness there from James Pazos and a little bit of Carlos Estevez, at the end, you got more fantastic pitching. You got more fantastic hitting, and the Colorado Rockies have improved their record now to just the two loss again they could very very easily be undefeated on the year but sitting there at six and two despite the fact that their best player has yet to hit well nolan arenado still sitting on zero home runs really hasn't gotten much in the way of extra base hits or too many base hits yet this year certainly hasn't had the nolan arenado like bat that we know he is capable of having a little bit of that coming from Trevor's story you know Charlie Blackman doing some nice things but really nobody playing as an absolute superstar right now as your Colorado Rockies just continue to cruise behind solid well played baseball it's all right there can be yelling in the background the abs are about to drop the puck the Colorado Rockies are six and two they haven't lost a series yet this year everyone in the state of Colorado should be excited about sports right now and you should be most excited if you're already looking to the future if you're if, if, if you know you expected this win over the San Diego Padres in fact you might even be a little bit frustrated right now at the bittersweetness of the fact that this wasn't a series sweep when one well executed pitch from Davis or a single from Owings or Kinley coming into the game a little bit earlier means they would have swept these guys early in the year that so many people thought were going to be better than the Rockies and done so in convincing fashion and why yet again look I keep avoiding it I've done this several times where I keep giving our draft king of the game to whoever was fantastic with the bat I can't do it anymore I can't avoid it anymore Antonio Sensatella is your draft king of the game 
No one who's listened to this podcast should be in the least bit surprised that Antonio Sensatella is doing what he's been doing out there so far this season. It's just two starts, but as we said, it's not the result of luck. It's not the result of something weird. It's not just, ah, it's a couple of starts. He did not have this curveball and slider combination a year ago. The fastball is the same thing it was. He lived on that fastball for three years. He changed the grip on both the curveball and the slider. He changed his mechanics, and coming into this year, whether it was spring training 1.0, summer camp, or his first and now second start so far in 2020, Senzatella looks like a completely different pitcher. And I'll take you through what should have been the biggest moment of the game, but wasn't just quite there in the sixth inning. It was actually the one run he gave up. The fact that he cruised through the first five, giving up just a single, we've seen him able to do that before. What was different? There in the sixth, he gives up the leadoff triple. Guy now in scoring position against the heart of the order, and Antonio Senzatella gets back-to-back strikeouts on breaking balls against the two best hitters in the Padres lineup. He almost got the third there on Manny Machado. He got a check swing. It was 50-50. The off rings him up there, and you're talking about Senza maybe going out for a seventh, but having avoided giving up a run with a guy at third. Remember that a year ago, Antonio Sensatella was one of the worst pitchers in all of baseball at getting those swings and misses, at getting the big strikeouts. It didn't always lead to runs. Guys don't always put the ball and play hard against him, but he hasn't had the stuff in the past to get out of those situations where you need a big strikeout, and he threw some absolutely filthy stuff to uh it was Grisham and Tatis I believe that he got there uh, and then couldn't quite get Machado the the check swing on the one two pitch and then he hangs the next one Machado pulls it down the left field line good piece of hitting uh a little bit of uh, you could see uh Senzatella as he was walking off the mound really frustrated that he didn't finish that that pitch and get it over because if he throws that slider where he wanted to He probably gets the strike out there he was looking for, and you're talking about six shutout innings. That said, the one run that he gave up over the six innings raised the Colorado Rockies' starting pitching ERA from 189 all the way up to 2.00. So far this year, the ERA for your Colorado Rockies' starting pitching, and that, my friends, is why they're 6-2. and You pitch like that, out of the gates you can find ways to piece it together in the bullpen you get the kind of defense that they've gotten and certainly anytime your offense then suddenly explodes for nine runs you better expect to win that baseball game as I said earlier got a little bit shaky I see some people asking about James Pazos tough to make your first appearance of the season this deep into it you wonder a little bit of rust a little bit of him being cold or you wonder a little bit of an maybe his stuff just didn't look so great and that's why but he didn't call on him until now because he was afraid that something like this could happen, something that you can afford if you're up big, which they were today. Uh, Carlos Estevez, you'd like to see him. You know he's got the big strikeout stuff. It's tough on anybody to inherit bases loaded, nobody out. You know he's got the ability to strike out the right-handed hitter in Will Myers. You also know that Will Myers is going to get a big hit at Coors Field at some point. If it's going to be a bases-clearing triple that ultimately doesn't factor into the final score or the, or the win, you take it. You live with it. You, 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 you get over that. And, you know, it's tough. You'd like to see him in general, like in theory, right, if it's a three-run game there, 
in that inherited situation, Estevez is the guy you want to be able to come in and get the righty hitter. Uh, you don't want a screaming hard line drive off the right field wall. That really weird bounce, too. It, like, hit the front of the wall, and I thought it was going to pop up over the fence, which I still think is a ground rule double, but it was weird. Uh, either way, you know, Estevez hangs in there, uh, can't quite close it out, uh, and you would have liked to have seen that, too, where you, where you go, ah, tough situation, but at least stay on through the ninth and finish the game that he wasn't able to do that. He has been used more than anybody else in the bullpen so far this year, and it's not close to a full-on implosion. You're not hanging, you know, Shaw McGee or what, what Davis has done so far uh, this year, or I guess last year, on Estevez right now. You, you want to see better than that moving forward, but you live with it, especially out of a guy who's been such a workhorse. And then a pretty funny situation for Jairo Diaz to come into the game, throw one pitch, and secure his first save of the season and of course this all very very sadly comes on a day where the Rockies got news that they will likely be without their presumed closer Scott Oberg probably for the rest of the season uh, you know with this being the third time that the blood clots have returned everyone right now is just you know hoping for good things for Scott and and it's much more of a one of those personal, like it's not an on the field injury, right? So it's one of those things we, we just have to wait and hear back and, and hope for the best on for him. Obviously, that's the most important thing. Then you get to the on field stuff where not only that, but with Wade Davis, whether it was because you just don't trust him anymore or now with a shoulder strain, whether you take that for what you will, him being on the 10 day IL, the Rockies are without the two guys they expected to be at the back end of their bullpen. Uh, here in the early going and, and maybe for a while and maybe really we'll have to play the entirety of the rest of 2020 without those two guys obviously in the case of Davis some would argue that would be for better rather than for worse hard to argue that in the case of Scott Oberg so now we see who's going to step up uh, not the best first sign from Carlos Estevez if he was the guy you wanted to see there great day out of Daniel Bard that would be really fascinating a guy who's not pitched in baseball for seven years but hey he's got the stuff uh he's been pitching incredibly well so you've got to tip your cap to what Daniel Bard has done so far and you don't get a great indication of how Jairo Diaz might handle stepping into the closer role right away he, he came in he threw one pitch he got a weak fly out to right field uh I think that's the guy for now if you're asking me Diaz is the guy to hand the ball to in a closer situation at this moment in time but uh you know you can you can do closer by committee here for a little while. Almonte's looked good. Bard has looked good. And obviously, the best way to take care of it is to do what the Rockies did today is have yourself a nice four or five or six run lead going into the late innings so you can just keep handing the ball to guys until you finally get that 27th out. All that said, still good pitching stuff. You can, you know, chalk. Even that, that late rally of the Padres up to Pazos either being cold or if you're not a believer in Pazos still, the rest of the bullpen has looked incredibly, incredibly sharp so far this season. Uh, Sheldon asking the question, where's Patrick? He is on his way back from Jersey. I don't know if you guys have heard before, but he's from Jersey, and he's on his way back. He's going to be joining us. No, no one's ever heard him mention that before. And so he'll be on his way back here soon. He'll be making his way down to Coors Field for some games. I'll tell him you asked after him. It's nice of you. So uh, <laughs> Wild Anderson, phenomenal comment. Where there's a will, 
There's an L. Well, well done. Although, just the one, isn't it? Just that, just that one big L. So, uh, the final thing that I wanted to talk about here today, of course, is gone all this time, and the Rockies scored nine run today, runs today, and we haven't talked about the offense. Uh, of course, the offense for me today is going to be brought to you by WGT Golf, the most beloved free golf game in the world, loved by over 20 million players around the world, including everybody here on the DNVR staff, most of the people here in our DNVR community. We've got now a third WGT Golf Country Club that you can join, and it's totally free. You can download it at dnvrgolf.com, either to your computer or your laptop. Whatever you do, you're going to be having fun whacking the digital golf ball around, playing closest to the hole or full stroke play on world-famous golf courses like Beth Page Black and St. Andrews. And speaking of whacking the ball around, how about Daniel Murphy with a four-hit day, including getting things started in the second? The Colorado Rockies continue to get those early runs here at home. That's been big for them. His first homer of the year just hooked a low and away breaking ball over the high scoreboard in right field. A nice piece of lift hitting, uh, sort of what he had become known for, one of the leaders of the launch angle revolution, as it were. That's the kind of swing he's supposed to produce. The rest of them were singles that found the hole where they needed to, but he started the, the rally on several occasions. He was able to come around and score on a couple of uh, big homers, including one, again, from your boy, your new boy. Look, don't be surprised. Don't act like I didn't warn you that Matt Kemp could hit baseballs at Coors Field. This should not be a surprise to anybody. Now, two home runs in two days at Coors Field for his new team. Maybe a little bit shocking. Maybe the fact that he hit one 457 the other way on Saturday night. A little bit shocking. But this is what Mike Kemp is in there to do. Bud Black recognizing that he's hitting the ball well, that it has less to do with lefties and just that he's locked in. Put him back out there today. So more really good stuff from Matt Kemp to answer this question here from uh, Joseph. Not just the home run, but other at-bats in the game as well. He's just putting together good at-bats. He's seeing the ball well. He's swinging at strikes. He's laying off of balls. He's taking his walks. Matt Kemp looks like the professional hitter that he's been throughout 90% of his career, and he's probably your presumed DH moving forward, especially with the slow start from Toppy and the Rockies needing all the runs that they can get. It's starting to look like the offseason late signings of Matt Kemp and Daniel Bard were a really, really good and important move from the Colorado Rockies front office. Um, it, and Kenneth, I have no idea how Riley Pint is doing, so I'm just going to have to kick that question on, on down the line. And nice to hear that your family's from Newark, so they can swing by and say hello to Patrick sometime in his next swing out there. But uh, whether it's you know David Dahl getting a nice little RBI base hit there late, Ryan McMahon coming up with his first home run of the year on a fastball inside, left on left, that he drove out to center field 427 feet away. You got to be a strong, strong guy to hit that pitch out in the direction that he hit it out. I know his beginning to the season's been a little bit frustrating with a lot of strikeouts in particular, but he's also not hitting, I, I think, anywhere near as poorly as people might think. Averaging uh, 241, the OPS at 703. Hit the ball hard twice today. Once at 102 miles an hour off the bat. Once at 90, looks like 99 miles an hour off the bat. 
So, uh, you know, I th with McMahon contributing, again, Chris Owings getting in on the action. He's got four hits in the last two days. Charlie Blackman with two more base hits. His batting average is now 353 on the season. And for our DraftKings Sportsbook app, people out there who placed their early season bets on Trevor Story to lead the league in runs. He scored another one today, keeping him on pace, tied it second there but not Trevor Story is not just tied at second in the league in runs scored but he's also done it while having played two fewer games than most of the other people remember the Rockies have had two off days here in the early going that a lot of the other teams have not so Trevor Story all of the he's up there in the home runs and the RBI category as well Patrick Lyons had him as an interesting pick before the season to be the National League MVP, taking him over Nolan Arenado. That continues to look like a really, really solid pick. Uh, drew another walk today, showcasing the patience that the Rockies have been trying to show off throughout the whole thing. They, they didn't drive that home quite as much today. Zach Davies was a bit more aggressive in the zone. You can't just take pitches on principle. You've got to take pitches when they're not in the zone you know you can't just stand there all day uh so they saw a few more and they were able to make that adjustment that the padres had to do that because in game number two of this series the colorado rockies offense forced a reliever to throw 75 pitches so davies had to come out today and attack the zone and because of that the rockies were able to be a little bit more aggressive tag him for a couple of home runs and their offensive strategy from game to game not just from inning to inning continues to pay off for the team so if you want to get in on this action you got to make sure to download that DraftKings Sportsbook app and you use the promo code DNVR for a boost on a $20 bet to win $100 on any team of your choosing especially if you're feeling super duper confident about your Colorado Rockies these days you think you know who's going to do what you, you want to take the under for the first five innings because the Rockies pitching is just been that good you want to get in now on the Trevor Story stuff whether it's run or homers uh, you want to get in now on Hermen Marquez for Cy Young some of these long odds things that we have talked about throughout the year will you download that top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app you use the promo code DNVR when you sign up because for a limited time all users get a special odds boost to bet 20 bucks to win 100 on a team of your choosing you must be 21 or older colorado only other terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details and if you have a gambling problem please call 1-800-522-4700 i wanted to give a quick look ahead at the series against the san francisco giants before i quite frankly sign off of this thing and get right into this Colorado Avalanche game that I'm very, very excited to watch. But uh, this is the opportunity for your Rockies to go, man, go. You cannot let off the gas because you've got a four-game set coming in with a team where you haven't heard of half of the guys in the lineup. The San Francisco Giants are, and I cannot stress this enough, not a good baseball team. The Colorado Rockies can't use that and this win over the Padres and them feeling good about themselves as an excuse to let up and expect that they're going to come out and win. If they come out in that first game on Monday night, now here's the trick. They're handing the ball in game one. 
Chi-Chi Gonzalez, who has not yet pitched this year. The Rockies have not had to go to their fifth rotation starter. I have no idea because they haven't announced it yet who the San Francisco Giants will be throwing. So it's going to be a tough one from a pitching perspective. The offense has to score runs early, and often the defense has to be fantastic. If they can get a little something out of Chi-Chi here, it would be great. But this is the first real test for the Colorado Rockies this year in terms of just the pitching doesn't look great. Who knows how this bullpen's going to line up now. Uh, they're, they're going to be tested in this series, and it's a four-game set before they get out of Coors Field, so you don't want it to go too bad too early. Big, big start here for Chichi Gonzalez, trying to prove that he's been it, it not necessarily overlooked throughout his career because the numbers are what they are and the results have been what they've been and they've not been great, but he does have some pedigree. He does believe that he's made strides forward in his career, particularly he does believe that his final month of last year was the result of changes that he made and that he is ready to still in his 20s finally become the pitcher that he believes he was meant to be. One of the reasons why he was such a highly rated prospect and draft pick for Texas years and years ago. And so I think it's going to be Diaz in the closer role. You can hear now we've got the start of the Avs game on. It is signified. It is so incredibly exciting to be in a world where sports are back, where the Colorado Rockies are playing like this. Obviously, we're all going to keep our eyes on this situation as it moves forward. They've got a real opportunity here with the Giants coming into town if they can win three of these four games to announce that they are for real. Because this is going, I'm only going to say you don't want to miss out on any of the action for any of the sports. Make sure you're following us all on social media. Make sure you're subscribed to the DNVR.com. Make sure you get that merch at DNVRlocker.com, including the new Larry Walker Hall of Fame shirt. Other than that, I can only ask that you continue to remain absolutely awesome out there. I will continue to remain absolutely Drew Creaseman in here. And until next time, I will see you at the ballpark.